0: Find a location near you at slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to 1001 Radio Crime Solvers Podcast. This is your host, John Hagedorn and we want 1001 Radio Crime Solvers to be your favorite place to go to enjoy a great mix of vintage detective shows from the golden age of radio. The scripts were great, the action was hot, and even the old commercials are enjoyable. And now, another episode of 1001 Radio Crime Solvers is ready to go. Enjoy! (laughs)
1: Once again, your neighborhood blue coal dealer brings you the thrilling adventures of The Shadow. The hard and relentless fight of one man against the forces of evil. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcefully to old and young alike that crime does not pay. Friends... There has been no interruption in the mining of blue coal. Every working day, the blue coal mines are producing at full capacity. Yes, householders can fill their bins with blue coal this spring and be sure of the same steady healthful warmth next winter they have enjoyed this year. Because of the shortage of other fuels, the demand for hard coal has greatly increased. And for your safety and comfort next winter, we want to make this suggestion. Place your order this spring, the sooner the better, for the coal you will need next winter. Don't take a chance. Call the nearest blue coal dealer tomorrow and ask him to schedule your spring delivery of blue coal, America's finest hard coal. The Shadow, who aids the forces of law and order, is in reality Lamont Cranston. Wealthy young man about town. Years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret. The hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Clanston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama: The Ghost that Gleams. <laughs> A low, rambling cottage is situated along a lonely strip of sandy beach. Even inside the cottage, you can hear the distant boom of the waves and the low moan of the wind along the dune.
2: Max, shut the door.
1: Huh?
2: Shut the door. It's cold in the house.
1: All right. It's dark. from on the dune and on the ocean.
2: Why are you standing at the door? Larry, to
1: find out to find out what it becomes by land or by sea stop it <laughs> max stop it sorry i'm not being very considerate i know
2: darling don't, don't.
1: but it's become a little wearing my own particular private ghost just your nerves no oh, no my dear not my nerves. a tall ghost who stoops a little a ghost in shapeless colorless clothes a ghost whose face gleams max, darling. i don't think i can stand it much longer the limits. You have to sleep sometimes, and I don't dare sleep. It's imagination. There are no such things as ghosts. my love is my ghost. It's a very special thing between us. We don't care to let others in on our little friendship.
2: Oh, I don't like to hear you talk like that.
1: I don't like to hear myself. Maybe. Maybe it's just because I'm tired. Maybe it's really nothing. I am tired.
2: Let's go to sleep, Max.
1: Go to sleep.
2: I'll get things ready. Max,
1: don't worry. Don't worry. Don't. Lucia.
2: <laughs> Lucia. You. You. What is it, dear? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Lucia. Lucia, come here, quick. Close. Max, what? Look, the window. Uh, I'm looking at the window. you see what I see? Max, there's nothing at the window. There's there There's His dead face, gleaming. His dead face. There's nothing. Nobody at the window. Nobody at the window, darling.
0: Nobody
2: at
1: all. It's been going on now for weeks, Mr. Cranston. I can't take it anymore. It must be a disturbing experience, Mr. Hill. I've been to the police. They were polite, but I got nothing out of them.
2: I wonder
1: if... If I've been to a doctor, a psychiatrist... Yes, Miss Lane. I find nothing wrong. I'm not a thing. I wish I could help you. You've got to help me. Look, I've heard about you, many things. That's why I came here. I need help, and I know of no one to whom I can turn. What is our schedule like,
2: Margot? We were twins. We couldn't take care of more than half of us. I know
1: how busy you must be, Mr. Cranston. Now can you realize how desperate I am? Margot.
2: Yes?
1: Get some things together. We're going down to Oceanside tonight.
2: Oceanside? And
1: Mr. Hale has a cottage there with his wife. You can put us up for a while. All
2: right. Anything special I should take with me? I mean...
1: Yes, Miss <laughs> Lane. Something special. I can traffic a ghost. We don't have much farther to go. Well, I can see your place now. It's isolated, isn't it? I've always preferred to be alone with Lucia. Of course. Now I don't know. The cottage is right near the water's edge. It's nothing near, but miles of sand dunes.
2: It must be lonely.
1: It is sometimes. Uh, the cottage. Is that your wife playing? Yes. Lucia, Lucia.
2: Darling, oh. Company.
1: Uh, Lamont Cranston, Margot Lane, my wife. How do you do? How do you do? Well,
2: I'm so glad you came. I, I love the sea, but it gets a bit lonely. Max never spoke of you. Uh,
1: they're, they're very old friends, Lucia. And they were kind enough to come along with me. I ran into them in
2: the city. Oh, you should go to the city more often. Max, look after Mr. Cranston. Margot, may I show you your room? Thank you. Your wife's
1: very charming. She's. Stuck to me faithfully through all this, but but he's never seen him. The girl? He's never seen him, and yet he gleams like a beacon of a dance. Easy now. We'll try to make sense out of the thing, whatever it is. But suppose it doesn't make sense. Suppose. It... Stop supposing. You've managed to pull yourself together a bit on the train. But I'm back, or he comes for me. Well ah! what was the woman screaming back of the house. Come along. Turn down the hall. Margot! Kill him What happened, <New> Lucia? <laughs> <chef. laughs>
2: I'm sorry, but maybe my nerves
1: aren't as strong as I thought.
2: You better I... not Mr. Hill. The on, come <laughs> in here. The closet. All right, what is it? Mrs. Hill was showing me the room. She opened the closet, and that fell across her
1: face. A clump of seals. It's
2: wet. Must have been a horrible feeling, the mark. That wet, clammy stuff across her face. I don't blame her for screaming.
1: No, but it doesn't make a good beginning debunking a ghost because...
2: because what, Lamont?
1: because a clump of wet seaweed is one of the oldest marks things that walk by night every time before it he appears sand fan rattles against the window Little spurts of sand as though ghostly hand were throwing it. it. Might be the wind. Yes, it might, except that it's happened on still nights. Nights when there was no wind. Where did you live before you came here? Many places, for a little while. Then we'd move on. I see. Was there ever anything in your life connected with the sea? With the sea? No, never. Well, nothing's happening tonight. No. It's, um, quite late. Margaret must be tired and your wife. All right, we'll go to bed then. Perhaps tonight I'll be able to sleep. Lucia?
2: Yes, darling?
1: Our guests are tired. Oh,
2: of course. Time for bed.
1: Weather's blowing up a bit. Often does at this hour. Something to do with tides, or... It'll make me all the happier for being indoors. Well, shall we? I'll take it you to your room, Margot. Thank you, Seth.
2: Good night, Mrs. Hale. Mr.
1: Hale. Good night. Good night. Good, night. Good night. mom is terrible. I know. There's your room, madame.
2: Wind's bad tonight. And the waves like distant cannon fire. Listen
1: They sound like waves to me. Good night, darling.
2: Good night, Lamont. Lamont? Yes, Margaret? If there were ghosts, this would be such a good place for them to walk, wouldn't it? sitting there staring out over the ocean for such a long time. Lucia,
1: how did that seaweed get into the closet?
2: I don't know. Somebody must have accidentally... Accidentally? Somebody? Who? Max, there's a very simple explanation.
3: There must be. Must be? Oh, what
1: was that?
2: Sounds like... like a bird, maybe.
1: Birds don't whistle like that.
2: I... It's nothing. It... It must be nothing. We both hear it.
1: Someone at the door. Uh, Someone solid enough to knock. I'll see who it is. Shall I? No. I'm not afraid of anything that can knock on a door. We should go to sleep.
3: All right, then. That whistle. It reminds me of something. Something. Hello, Nick. Hello. Who are you? Wet and wild outside. It would be a warmer inside me. Sorry. Come in. Thank you. You know me, Look but again, uh... Mac. In so many years. Uh, the man doesn't grow younger. He grows older. And I've grown older.
0: Oh, that's right, Mac.
3: What do you want for him? You've done well, Mac. In all the air between. Very well. I inquired before I sought you out here. What if I have? Don't misunderstand me, Max. I'm delighted. Terribly delighted, Mint. Thank you. Because if you hadn't, you hadn't done so well, Max, you wouldn't have such a nice fire. So charming and well built a home. You hadn't done so well, Max. You wouldn't be able to take care of Paulie? Take care of you? That's right, Max. I need taking care of I'm old. I need money. Horley, if you think I'm i know to... you're going to, Max. But old times, eh? You're calling yourself here now, aren't you? That's right. Instead of... Shut up! It, mustn't mention, isn't it, it? Horley, listen.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll look
3: after you. I knew you wouldn't. Eh? I can't very well do anything tonight, though. So. I have a room in town. Good. I'll see you there in the morning. Not too early, Max. Hmm? Because you'll have to stop off at your bank. Uh, Won't you? Yes, I will. 49 Beach Road, Max. Don't forget. I won't. 49 Beach Road. Good night. Good night. And happy dreams.
2: dead! Stay away from me! Stay away!
1: We'll return to the shadow in just a minute. Friends, right now is the time to make plans for a warm home next winter. Because of the shortage of other fuels... Demand for hard coal has greatly increased. And that is why it is important now for you to place your order for blue coal. Yes, to be sure of a warm, comfortable home next winter, order your supply of blue coal now and fill your bin to the brim. The fact that you can store coal in large quantities is one of the big advantages over other fuels. When you've got a supply of blue coal in your bin, you've got a real treasure chest in your basement. No matter what happens next winter, you'll be safe and warm. And enjoy the steadier, more healthful heat that only blue coal gives. So, don't be one of the shivering thousands next winter. Take advantage of a summer delivery. And enjoy guaranteed heat no matter what happens next winter. Get this security now. Phone the nearest blue coal dealer tomorrow. Tell him you want your delivery of blue coal during the summer months. And ask him about easy budget terms. You'll find him listed in the yellow classified section of your telephone directory under the word blue coal. Now, back to the shadow. Margot and Lamont are staying at the seaside cottage of Max and Lucia Hale. Cranston has consented to investigate a strange apparition, which Hale claims he sees. It's almost midnight, when suddenly, there's a scream of pain and terror... They rush out into the night across the sand dunes to investigate. The Scream came from this direction, I think, Margaret. So dark. Shifting sands could bury anything or anyone. Not. Over there. Yes.
2: Looks like. like an arm sticking out of the sand.
1: I'll see. You better not look, darling. It is an arm underneath the sand. Yeah. He's a little old man. Yeah.
2: His face is... It's so contorted.
1: There's some papers on him. His name was... Paulie, James Paulie. He'd just come to this country. he been abroad, China and India. Poor
2: devil. Ma, you think there's any connection between him and that?
1: I don't know. Max is very reticent about his past. But
2: this man couldn't be the ghost, could
1: he? It's unlikely. Max described a tall ghost. Not that it something Max hasn't told her.
2: I felt that too, but...
1: We'll have to get Paulie to the police. Then I think Max is going to receive a visit from the shadow. Don't. shut the door oh. all right but but this is insane I'm alone no you're not alone I'm with you Max the shadow is at your side <laughs> shadow what do you want of me the truth who are you Max Max Hale Hale who are you Max my, my real name is Carter Max Carter why did you change your name because uh, I killed him where Indochina when 10 years ago but it wasn't murder it was self-defense I had to kill him or he'd have killed me. What was his name? Stephen Osgood. He wanted Lucia. We quarreled. I shot him point blank. Then? I left the country. I left a fortune behind, but I had to flee. Lucia joined me later here. I changed my name. The ghost which comes to you with a gleaming face is the ghost of this... Stephen Osgood. The man I killed. You've told the truth, Max. Yes, I have. I have. Very well. I shall leave you now. If you've lied in any way, I shall return. I shall exact a just punishment. Out here now? Mm, let's see. Almost an hour.
2: Oh, it's no good. The ghost just isn't going to appear.
1: Uh, perhaps you're right.
2: Let's go in and get some sleep, darling.
1: All right.
2: My eyes are so tired. I'm cold.
1: Wonder if ghosts get cold. Here we are. Lamont. Yes, Margot. Very cold, Margot. Oh, I'll
2: put the heat on. There. It's only a little electric heater, but out here we can't be particular.
1: I like it out here, except for. for...
2: I think we should all go to bed.
1: That's a very good idea. Yes.
2: Let's. Wait.
1: Listen. That's the sound he always makes before him. Come on,
2: look. At the window.
1: It's dark, but you can see a face. A gleaming face. Gleaming. Outlines of the shoulders and body. I'm going to Max the gun. I'm gonna see how much of a ghost he is. I couldn't have missed it yet. He's still there. I hit him. He's gone. Lamont? He ducked into the dunes. suit would be impossible unless you had a regiment. I think you had something that laughs at bullets. Mr. Cranston, I'm going out of my mind if this doesn't stop. i got to get away from you here. You can't escape by running, Max. You've got to stay here. And, and what? And confront your ghost. But... You'll confront it, Max. You have my word for it. You'll confront your ghost tonight. Ah! It's late
0: tomorrow,
1: very late. Time to go to work.
2: Max and Lucia are sound asleep.
1: To wait five minutes and then switch that heater off. Well,
2: that isn't hard,
1: but. No trying to explain now. I'm going out on the dunes. And...
0: This time, Margo, I think I'll trap that goose.
2: Isn't it? I couldn't sleep. I dressed and. I know. I'm restless, too. I, uh. Where's Mr. Cranston? In his room, I think? He's a very nice man. What. What did he do? What do you mean? I meant. He's young, active. I wondered what his occupation was. Oh. He's a criminologist. Oh. Why did you turn the heater off? Too warm in the room. Yes, it is. I think I'll go to bed now. Good night, Margo. Good night, Mrs. Hale. Good night, Mrs. Hale. The very white Mrs. Hale. Go oh, here. do you think you're Wake me up. Come on. Here, Margo. Uh, What's what? happening? Let go of me. Let go. I'll let you go. Sir.
1: quiet now.
2: You knocked him down, a man who...
1: Margo, may I introduce you to a Mr. Osgood? The gentleman who is reportedly dead, but who isn't? The gentleman, furthermore, has the very odd habit of gleaming at night. <laughs>
2: I told you I don't want one. Max, darling, you're going to take this one. What? So that you'll sleep soundly, very soundly indeed. Lucia, I won't. You will, for my sake, Max.
1: For your sake?
2: Yes, I too want to sleep soundly.
1: Oh, how will my taking a sedative help you?
2: I couldn't sleep soundly otherwise. Your friends disturb me. Lamont and
1: Margo, why? Oh,
2: let's say just because they play with heat. Your sedative. But, uh... Take it, Max. Take it.
1: No, Max. <laughs> the shadow, Lucia. <laughs> Max,
2: is there someone in the room or, or am I going mad? You're
1: not going mad. Max, put that sedative down. Drink it. you have got to. You drink that sedative. you'll die, Max. I don't understand. She's got to poison you to kill you because the game's out of her hands. What game? The game of driving you mad so that she and her confederate can take your money. Her confederate? Yes, the same one she had years ago in Indochina, Her Mr. Stephen Osgood. But he's dead. No, so he's very much alive with his hands tied in the next room. But I killed him. You shot at him, but you didn't kill him. Your gun was loaded with blanks. Right, Mrs. Hale?
2: I... I didn't know anything about it. You I...
1: stayed behind when your husband fled the Orient, Lucia. You and your friend Oscar took his fortune. Then you rejoined Max when he became prosperous in this country under another name.
2: Life. lie. Oh, lies No,
1: Mrs. Hale, it's the truth. And for that truth, you're going to hang. Hang? As accessory to murder... The murder of Mr. Pawley, who sought to blackmail your husband. The murder of Pawley by your ghostly confederate, Stephen Osgood. <laughs> Please, I can't back get that glass from her. No, no, you don't. I've got it. That would have been an easy way, Mrs. Hill. But there is no easy way for those who kill. <laughs>
2: Wonderful, Lamont. And terrible.
1: Mm-hmm. Sounds as like if you've covered the situation pretty thoroughly.
2: Whatever made you realize the ghost wasn't really a ghost, it was Oswald. Awesome.
1: You remember when Max shot at the ghost?
2: Hmm?
1: He shot at the ghost through the window. The ghost's face was on the other side of the closed window, you remember?
2: Yes.
1: Well, bullet might pass through a ghost without damaging him, but it couldn't pass through a window without smashing it. Therefore,
2: Max didn't have bullets in his gun, but flashed.
1: Right. Well, Lamont, how did Osgood gleam? A pinch of luminous paint, very simple. And very convenient if you want to be seen in the dark. Of
2: course. What was all that about the heater?
1: Oh, Lucia turned the electric heater off and on whenever the coast was clear.
2: But how could that be a thing?
1: Have you ever noticed that when you turn any powerful electrical appliance on, that the lights in the house will momentarily
0: dim down?
2: Yes, of course. She could use the heater because... You'd never think of it as something visual.
0: Mm-hmm. You think
1: I'm wonderful and terrible?
2: Well, we'll settle for a half, eh? The first half. <laughs>
1: We present Blue Coal's distinguished heating authority, John Barkley. Thank you, Andre Baruch, and good evening, friends. It's not too early to plan the spring checkup and clean-up of your furnace and to make arrangements with your Blue Coal dealer to have that essential job done. Yes, it's essential to good heating and operation that will save you money next winter and to prevent costly rust damage while your furnace is idle this summer. Blue Coal dealers have specially trained men and special equipment to do a quick, thorough, dust-free, and inexpensive job of cleaning your furnace. They can also make the minor repairs necessary. Your blue coal dealer will receive many calls to clean and repair furnaces, so it would be wise to call him now and make sure that he'll be able to fit your job into his schedule. Better make a note right now to call the nearest blue coal dealer tomorrow. I thank you. <laughs> Next week, same time, same station, your friendly Blue Coal dealer brings you another strange and thrilling adventure in The Shadow's daring battle against the forces of evil. The Shadow is presented by the DL&W Coal Company, distributors of Blue Coal. Lamont Cranston is played by Brett Morrison. Margot by Grace Matthews. Your announcer is Andre Baruch. Remember, it's blue coal for finest heating service. It's blue coal for finest modern equipment. It's blue coal for the best home heat money can buy.
0: In a moment, tonight's episode. Have you tried the delicious char-broiled sirloin steak and all her own labor? The shadow, a serious character who weighs the forces of law and order, is in reality Vermont Cranton, wealthy young man about town. As the shadow, Cranton is gifted with hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so that they cannot. See him. Princeton's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, The Legend of the Living Swamp. Deep in the swampland, a young man stumbles his way blindly, closer and closer to a bubbling patch of slime known as Devil's Gift. His glazed eyes saw no recognition of his father's warning cries in the distance. Old oh, man of the swamp, you don't scare me. No sir. Randy Calhoun is gonna pay his respects to Devil's Dip right now. Randy, where are you? They call you Cemetery without Tombstones, Devil's Dip, But that don't scare me either. Randy, come back here. There she is, bubbling and beautiful in the moonlight. Just a few steps more. Randy, you going crazy, boy? Get away from that thing. I'm walking right into you with my chin out, Devil's Dip. Let's see you stop me, Brandon. Stop, Can't move. Oh, my name. Oh. Oh. Friend, he's oh. gone. Thy own son swallowed up by devil's gift. Yes. Mr. Cranston? Mr. Lamont Cranston. My name is Kelford. Wilma Kelford. But I don't expect that you remember me. Calhoun? We met three years ago when you cracked the landing case down here. Of course. Yes, now I remember. How are you, Mr. Calhoun? Not so good, I'm afraid, Mr. Creston. Something terrible is taking place down here on our plantation. Oh, it seems to be the trouble. I know it sounds peculiar, Mr. Cranston, but it's the legend of Limbo Swamp come back. The legend started up again. It'll kill us all if you don't help. What are you talking about? My son was killed by it this evening, devoured by the swamp. What? While running to his rescue, I was held by a paralytic stroke. You're sure you're not letting your imagination get the better of you? The legend has already struck, Mr. Cranston. It will continue to strike until every member of the Calhoun family has been claimed. You've got to help us, Mr. Cranston. You've just got to. I can see what Calhoun meant now. What's that, Mother? This is long country. No, that's very depressing, isn't it? Yeah. What did you make of that legend business Calhoun was telling you about, Lamar? Well, as far as I could gather, Margot, a family was being consumed by a man-eating swamp. Oh, I'm almost ready to believe anything after being down in this part of the country for a couple of hours. Well, we're almost there, darling. Oh, here's the drive-in road he told me to look for. see two people on the front porch. The swamp hasn't claimed yet. Oh, well, yes, it's a young woman, a young man. They look like something out of Gone with the Wind. It's pretty far gone, if you ask me. I don't think we should expect a very stimulating reception. After <laughs> you, done? Thanks. Well, good afternoon. Is uh, this the Calhoun plantation? Never heard of any other name in these parts. I assume you're Mr. Calhoun's son, Quentin. That's right. This must be your sister, Lucy. Yes. You must be Mr. Cranston. That's right. This is Miss Lane. How do you do? How do you do? I don't think you'll care too much for this patch of land, Cranston. No. Quentin, is that any way to talk to our guests? Now, take Miss Lane's bag up to a ring. Daddy told us you were coming. We've been looking forward to your visit. Thank you. Your father said there was some kind of trouble, Miss Calvin. Oh, poor old Daddy. He's nearly out of his mind after what happened to Randy last night. Then with his paralysis... Randy's probably the best off of all of us. He don't have to fight the swamp. No more. You sound pretty convinced about this swamp, legend, Quentin. Don't let me scare you, Quentin. Have a look for yourself. Well, keep your eyes open when you do. Good heavens, What is that? Daddy. That sounded like Daddy no, calling. No. Come on. Go ahead. It's the old boy's damn bully man again. <laughs> this way. It room's back down the hall here. Landy. Landy, my boy. Daddy, what is it? What happened, Mr. Calvin? Landy. He walked out of the swamp. He's come back from the dead. What are you talking about? He from the window. And then he walked away right into the twilight whistling. <laughs> I'll open the window. <laughs> there is someone whistling. Oh, it's Eli. Eli, the hired man. There, you can see him now. Eli? Yes? Did you tap on this window just a minute ago? I should I go tapping on folks. windows? listen to That was you whistling just now. There ain't no law again whistling, is it? Oh, then it wasn't Randy. Randy didn't really come out of devil's tip after all. What oh, gave me such a turn? It scared me half to death. All right, Eli. Go back to your chores. Yeah. Miss Lane and I just arrived, Mr. Calhoun. Before something else happens, suppose you tell us what this is all about. Oh, oh Mr. Preston, Miss Lane, I, I didn't realize that you were here. The shock and the excitement of it all, I, I hope you'll forgive me. Of course. Well, if you'll pardon me, I'll look after <laughs> dinner. Perhaps you'd better begin at the beginning, Mr. Carroll. Yes, yes, of course. Well, this whole crazy business started back with an Indian legend centuries ago, Mr. Cranston. The swamp was a sort of altar of sacrifice. That's right. Yes, I've heard of such legends. What was the basis of sacrifice? And once each century, an entire family, according to the legend, was to be sacrificed. But that's fantastic. Is it, my dear? Yeah. Devil's Dip already has claimed my youngest son, Randy. And the legend says that the youngest should die first. But couldn't Randy's death have been an accident? An accident? And I suppose my paralytic stroke was an accident, too? That's very strange, isn't it? The doctor's just left. He wasn't very optimistic. There's been no improvement since last night, Mr. Calhoun? You think I'd be confined to this wheelchair if I could get around some other way? Of course not. Now that we're here, Mr. Calhoun, what is it you'd like us to do? Anything, Mister Cranston. Anything in the world that will keep that cursed swamp from taking another life. Can you say you talked to the doctor yourself, Lamar? Yes, he phoned right after dinner. He can't explain the paralytic stroke either. Calhoun is crippled, there's no question about it. It's fantastic. Mm. Why are we taking this path towards the cottonwoods Oh, uh, Calhoun tells me Eli, the hired man, lives by himself in a shack down there, Margo. I think we ought to have a little talk with him. Mm. Oh, I guess. Here's, here's a shack now, I guess. Hello, Eli. Miss Lane and I just dropped in to pay you a visit. That's all. Eli. Do you believe in this swamp legend as strongly as the Calhoun family? Ain't the swamp already grabbed Randy, Calhoun? Isn't it possible that Randy might have had a little, uh, too much to drink that night? Randy was drunk on plenty of nights. They never headed down with no swamp before. He
4: was drawn down to the swamp. Just as sure as if it had a rope around his neck. He
0: was drawn down. Pulled under. What about Clinton, Calhoun, life? Could he tell us any more about Randy's death? Gwen's a drinking fool like his kid brother. And we can tell what he'll do next. And Lucy? You keep
4: an eye on her, Mr. Cranston. There's a lot more to her than that sweet-talking front you put down for company.
2: You don't have a very high opinion of the Calhouns.
4: People who live near the swamp don't trust nobody. At least of all strangers.
0: sinner, Margo, the swamp a little skittish. I you know now how Eli feels about the swamp now that we're actually at. I am beginning to feel it myself. I still don't see what we're going to learn by pulling through the swamp like this. Maybe nothing, Margo. Then again. Come up. What is it? Something's coming straight open. Oh. Margaret, what happened? Oh, only an overhanging branch, but it looks like some kind of horrible snake. It's just your imagination. What? What is What is it? Oh, there are two people talking to you, isn't it? All right, now we'll stop the business. Oh. You said you wanted to talk to me, Clinton? That's right, Lucy. Well, oh, yeah. why in the world did you insist on coming all the way down here? Just wanted to make sure we were alone. <laughs> I swear I don't know what you're striving at, Clint. The legend, Lucy. legend? What about it? Do you believe in it? Of course I do. Who down here doesn't believe it? Somebody with a tricky mind could use that legend to advantage and maybe wind up with an inheritance. Quinn Calhoun, are you suggesting... I'm not suggesting anything, Lucy. I'm just thinking, out loud. Thinking how you might come out on top. Maybe I am. We're all going to die in this stinking swamp without getting a nickel of that fortune rotting in the bank. Quinn, what do you mean to do? Come along to Devil's Dip and see, Sister Lucy. Come along and see. Quentin, come back here. Quentin! Come on, Margo, let's go. Where's your moment. We're going to tie it to the boat. We head over to Devil's Dip. I think we ought to be there when Lucy and Quentin arrive. <laughs> come on, Margo, we're almost there. I do doing that. That's him, this brush is so sick. Yeah! Listen, Santa like oh! i If Just get this branch aside, we could get. Hurry, Lamar. That's <clears> there. <throat> Good lord, it is Quentin. He's in the quicksand. Wait, Lamar, we've got to save him. I think it's too late, Mother. Nobody can ever reach Quentin Calhoun now. Back to the shadow after this message from our sponsor. Special day or any day, a meal at the Black Angus is something special. Authentic western decor, charbroiled meat right off the Black Angus open fires, and reasonable prices. All make the Black Angus the perfect place for lunch or dinner. Try the famous charbroiled sirloin steak dinner for only $1.79. You get a crisp Fresh tossed green salad with black Angus dressing and hot buttered garlic French bread. Or you may prefer the delicious southern fried chicken dinner. Plump, juicy chicken surrounded with the specially seasoned black Angus batter and fried till it is crisp and golden. And served with potatoes, salad, and hot garlic bread, it is only $1.49. Visit the black Angus nearest you on Coral Way across from Sears in Coral Gables on Motel Row, Miami Beach on Palm Springs Mile in Hialeah and in South Dade next to Jefferson Stores. Why not make tomorrow a special day for your family? Treat them to a delicious meal at one of the Black Angus restaurants. Black Angus, home of the $1.79 charbroiled sirloin steak dinner. And now, back to tonight's episode of The Shadow. Clinton! Clinton! He's gone, Margot, easy to hide. The legend has come to pass. Rotten, black pool is alive. Lamar is like a crawling evil thing. Margot. Sorry, darling. two drownings in the swamp. Come on,
1: you're going back to the house and lie down.
0: Lamar, what's it all about? You don't believe that filthy swamp has some weird here? I doubt it, Margo. You think someone in the family... Lucy, maybe. I definitely do, after that conversation we overheard between Lucy and Quentin. Why should Lucy want to kill her own brother? And if she was responsible for Quentin's death, why did you see the devil's dip just now? Yes, I'd like to ask Lucy those same questions, Margot, In person. You're going to talk to her? I am, Margo, and fast. You can find your way back to the house in here, Cashmore. I think so. I'll see you later. After Lucy's had a little chat with the shadow. What's that? Who's in this room? Song on your lips and murder in your heart, is that it, Lucy? Must oh, You're mad. I hear a voice. <laughs> the voice of the shadow. The shadow? Come for truth. The truth about this legend of the swamp. Is it the swamp that's killing this family off, Lucy? Yes, yes, it's the swamp. It couldn't be that some person is responsible for these swamp deaths, could it, Lucy? Uh, I don't know what you mean. You understood very well when you were talking it over with Quentin, the devil's dip. How did you know about that? (laughs) The shadow knows. You killed your brother, didn't you, Lucy? No, shadow, I didn't. I swear. And then Quentin asked me to follow him to Devil's Dips. He started walking faster and faster. He got ahead of me. I heard it scream. And so when I got up to the dip, Quentin and the girl were there. And Quentin was gone on the quicksand. Very well, i at the time, Lucy. Well, I... I don't know. I thought I heard someone ahead of us when Quentin and I started for Devil's Dips. Did you see this person? There was only moonlight. And the foliage was so thick. But you did get a glimpse, didn't you, Lucy? Who did you see? We looked like... Like... Yes... Like Eli. I see. All right, Lucy. If you told the truth, you'll be protected from this deadly swamp curse. If not, your punishment will be harsh—very harsh. Mr. Calhoun. Mr. Calhoun? Yes? What is it? The Mount Cranston, Mr. Calhoun. I'd like to talk to you. Come in. Come in. The door's open. I'm sorry to disturb you this time of night, sir. It's all right. I couldn't sleep. I've been sitting up in my wheelchair. I'm looking for Eli. I've searched the house. He isn't in the servants' quarters. Have you seen him at all this evening? I saw him go down to the swamp about an hour ago, Mr. Cranston. Go down to the swamp? Do you think Eli has something to do with this swamp, curse? Do you, Mr. Cranston? It's beginning to look that way. Is Randy gone now tonight, Printon? I'm afraid, Mr. Cranston, that you will sneak up to my bed some night. Or catch me in my wheelchair. You've got to protect us, Mr. Cranston. You've got to. I'll do the best I can, Mr. Calhoun, the very best. Thank you, Miss Hemp. Just as soon as Miss Lane comes downstairs. Miss Lane isn't in the house, Mr. Cranston. What's that? She hasn't been back since she left with you. Hasn't come back? I'm sure of it. And the last time you saw Eli, he was headed for the swamp. Yes, but i you later, Mr. Calhoun. If anyone wants me, I'll be at devil's dip. <laughs> i deeper and deeper into the swamp. Lost my sense of direction completely.
4: Who's there? Who's there? Who is it? Oh. Howdy. Yeah. Oh. Eli. Yeah. Oh, Eli. Surprised to see me down here by devil's gift?
0: Yes, I guess I am. I was on my way back to the house. I got lost.
4: Very easy to do with all the willows and foliage. Only the moonlight to guide
0: you. Well, if you're going back to the house, would you show me the way? Definitely, yeah, I'm going. What did you say?
4: I don't think I'm going back to the house. Not just you, Constance.
0: Well, then I guess I'll have to find my own way back.
4: You don't want to go back to the house for a while,
0: anything. But I do. I want you very much.
4: You're not going back here since That's right. Oh! Well. I said you're not going back. You don't know nothing about the swamp yet. We don't know about the animals that live down here. The ones that slip and crawl through the mud. They got sucked into devil's dip just like everything else Let did. me go. It draws you devil's dip, does. It draws you down in its black evil belly. Where you can feel a bubbling slime moving around your ankles. and it creeps up your waist. Please. And up to your neck. No.
0: What's the matter, Marco? Are you all right? Yeah, What happened, darling? Eli... I was trying to find my way back. He stopped me. He's mad, Lamar. He's a mad, sadistic killer. Which way did he go? He cut through there. But he'll never fight it at this underground. Over there the head back to the house. You may be able to nab him. did you find your way back? pass right over there. Come on, darling. Now we really do have to move fast. Oh, here we are, Margot. the clearing. Oh, thank heaven! I never want to see another swamp as long as I live. Well, there's the house over here. In a very welcome sight. Wait a second. What's the matter? You see what I see coming out of the roof? Smoke and there flame. oh, it's flames. Oh, this like Eli really has gone out of his mind. Help! 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 It's Lucy. We're coming, Lucy. It's he lies at the house on fire. He's crazy, man. Out of his mind. Yes. Good lord. What? Mr. Calhoun, you can see him up there on the window. Oh, he can't walk, Mr. Gretchen. You've got to save him. You've got to. Do the best I can, Lucy. Look You're not going to try and get him out of that burning building alone. I'll have help, Margot. Some very able assistance. <laughs> Branson, help me! Get me out of here before I burn alive! I need help, Mr. Calhoun. Who's that? Who spoke? This is the shadow. The voice coming out of the smoke and fire. It's the devil himself! No, Calhoun, not the devil but someone who seeks justice. I don't know who you are, but you've got to help me. Help a poor old crippled man, please. <laughs> don't ask. Help me. Help me, please. Get <laughs> me out of this wheelchair for the love of heaven. You can't let me die in the plane. Why don't you help yourself, Mr. Calhoun? What do you mean? Why don't you get out of that wheelchair and walk? I can't. I'm paralyzed. I'm helpless, Shadow. You're not paralyzed. You're not helpless, Calhoun. It's only your mind that's crippled. Your rotten twisted mind that conceived a plan to kill your own family. What are you saying, Shadow? I'm saying you use this fake paralysis to mask your vicious plot to murder. That you allowed Randy to die in a swamp when you could have saved him. That Quentin met the same terrible death in Devil's Tip at your own hands. That Lucy and Eli were next on your list. That's not true, Shadow. I've no reason to kill my own family. They're not your own family, Calhoun. You're only their stepfather. You were determined to keep your avaricious relatives from getting your money, but it meant killing to do it. They're lies. All lies. Aye, Calhoun. (laughs) We'll see about that. When the fire gets really close, and the flames start licking around your wheelchair when your lungs fill with searing smoke. All right, Shadow. You win. You win. You'll never take me. You'll never take me alive. Me I killed myself first. No, you Let me go. Let me go. No, me go. no. Your life isn't going to end that dramatically, Mr. Calhoun. you going to come to a very grim conclusion at the state penitentiary. I'm sorry, Lamont. I just don't understand it say Calhoun wasn't paralyzed at all? Well, he was paralyzed for a while, but he got over it. Now I am lost. Look, darling, let's start from the fact that Calhoun was an eccentric old miser who'd secretly wanted to get rid of his greedy relatives for years. So? So, one night, his stepson, Randy, blind drunk, staggered toward the swamp. Calhoun saw him go and could have stopped him, but didn't. He was making a futile effort to run for the boy when he was suddenly struck down in his tracks. He lay there, a paralyzed cripple. what well, struck him down? His own Subconscious, Margaret. Oh, now wait a second. No, it's a fact, Margaret, an accepted scientific fact. Calhoun was what medicine calls a psychosomatic case. Psychosomatic? Hmm. Oh, yes, I read something about that during the war. Boys who were afraid to go to the front became suddenly and mysteriously crippled. As their subconscious rendered them temporarily helpless as an excuse or alibi for their guilt. I see. But if Calhoun was crippled, how did he push Quentin into the swamp? When Calhoun heard Eli whistling Randy's tune and thought it was Randy back from the dead, the shock broke the psychosomatic condition. And he regained the use of his ring. Right. That's when he hatched the plan to kill off the rest of the family. As a paralytic, he had a perfect alibi. When did you guess the truth, Lamar? While Calhoun was warning me against Eli, he mentioned Quentin's death in the swamp. Yet he had no way of knowing that his son had died. I would have accused him right then. I hadn't had to get to you with devil's dick. Eli was really out of his mind, wasn't he, Lamar? At the end, he was, Lamar. All the others used the Indian myth for their own greedy, deceitful purposes. Eli really believed in the legend of the living swamp. That wraps it up for tonight's show at 1001 Radio Crime Solvers. We really enjoy Good Reviews. So when you have a chance, say something nice about our selection of shows, or maybe suggest some to us. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.